Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a Hello and welcome to another episode of the Football Drop Podcast. My name's Will, just in case if you didn't know, you regular listeners. And with me today is Ben. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? God, that was a real serious sit up there. I'm okay. How are you? Flexing chest. How's the week been? Uh, my week has been okay. It's been quite busy. Yeah. What about you? You had much on today? Mate, did I tell you I've had two hearings today? Two? Two hearings. In one day? In one day. Can you imagine it? No. Mental. I'm sure, no. You usually tell me that sort of thing. I would have told you at least once or twice, wouldn't I? Let me, let me check through WhatsApp. Oh yeah, seven times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, a, what a weekend of sport. What a weekend of sport. Did you watch the boxing? Well, Amir Khan? Yeah. yeah. He got battered a little bit, didn't did he? Bless him. Don't you love it? No. I hate Amir Khan. Do you? Oh, I think he's the cockiest prick. He is. Or one of the cockiest bricks in boxing. He avoided Kell Brook for years. I feel like we've got a title of our of our podcast. It's going to be Cocky Prick. Because I was going to go on to another cocky prick that you don't like. Cocky Khan? <clears throat> no, because well, there's another cocky prick that you don't like that we're going to talk about in a minute. Oh, okay. But yeah, anyway. Sticking, but, yeah, sticking with Amir Khan. Yeah, he and was. And Kell Brook, I think he landed near off every punch. On yeah, one point. yeah. He won the rounds. He... Was it the third round? Technical sick. knockout? Sick. Oh, was it sick? Yeah. Sorry. But I think he, yeah, in that sick round, I think he missed about six punches. The yeah. rest just landed and connected. Yeah. Like, Khan after. Like, he, he kind of took the defeat on the chin. Fair play. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. He said the best um, man won. He's probably going to retire. Which is great. Time. I'm just bored of hearing about him. But, yeah, he had bruises on his shoulders, like, instantly. You think... Brooke must have hit him somehow to is, do that. He's really hit him hard, yeah. And so, he and Kel Brook is at the end of his career as well, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's 35. Yeah. He's got... Because he wants to fight Eubank now. Oh, and does he? Oh, yeah, Eubank will smash the yeah, shit out of him. That's what I'm thinking. I think Eubank will win. Eubank won his last fight, didn't he? By quite a, quite yeah, a distance. It. Well, it went the, the 12 rounds, didn't it? But he said, 
I wanted this guy to go around because I want to give Liam something a good hide in because he hates him. Mm. He's like, he's always been cocky, he's doing this, he's like, ah, watch me. He's like, I've got this, easy. And he come in with like that sort of arrogant swagger. But to be fair to him, he always delivers. Oh, yeah. Like, especially recently, he's looked really, really good in he's his looking, fights. He's looking really good. He'll smash Kel Brook. I mean, yeah, it could I be. It just it could be younger. Closer, but, yeah, he, he he's, I think he's better than Kel Brook, would ever be. Yeah, I think I'll, have to, I'll probably have to agree with you on that one. Um, but I do like Kel Brook as a fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I, I mean, he's he, a very good fighter. And he, t- yeah, he, the whole way through it, he's been professional and stuff, and he... Absolutely smashed the shit out of Amir <laughs> Khan, didn't he? He said him. what he was going to do, and he fully he delivered. Just, just, yeah, but Khan just couldn't... He, he, he had no... Because he was quick, wasn't he, with his head? He could dodge yeah. the punches. But Kelbert so, was always so. about timing and accuracy. Yeah. He's never been the biggest puncher in the world, and he's he's always had a solid chin. Well, he's got a bit of a dodgy eye socket now. He's been caved in about 12 times. Yeah. But that's his sort of weak spot. But yeah, he just... But Amir Khan, to be fair to him, he did put boxing back on the map for a while, didn't he, when he won Yeah, silver. I mean, he got... I know he got, obviously, a lot of funding back into the sport, mm. so he, he did do a lot for it. But I think he sort of... I think he got too big for his boots. Yeah, they all eyes. do that, didn't, we? didn't they? Yeah. I mean, Anthony Joshua did. I think he still has to a degree. That's why he, <clears> he gets flopped a couple of times now. I mean, look at the way Conor... Mc- Conor McGregor bowls oh. around. I don't know why he walks like that everywhere, but he does. It's funny. It's quite funny. It is funny. But, but he's, he's, he's lost the plot. Big time, yeah, exactly. He? Yeah. He lost against, was it Khabib, wasn't it? Yeah. And convincingly. Convin- yeah, he like really lost. Um, and then he's lost, he's lost a couple of times since then now, isn't he? I think it is. And he still bowls around like that. So Amir Khan will always do that. Yeah. But the other, the other guy that I want to talk about was uh, Lewis Hamilton. And oh. Massey being fired yeah. as the race uh, director, I think it's called, um, because the final race of last season in Abu yeah, Dhabi Abu was Dhabi. declared unjust. <clears throat> they didn't follow the rules, so of yeah. course it was it's unjust. It's not unjust, it's completely illegal. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's against you, the whole ruling you of fixed. F1. You fixed not only a race, but actually because of that race, you fixed the world championship. Yeah. Um, but it was it was either way, whatever whatever they did with that, one whoever, whoever was going to benefit from it. So if they'd have let the safety cars, uh, sorry, if they'd have let the cars in the middle with the safety car out, if they left those lapped cars there, Hamilton would have gone on to win. But that would have been the way the rules are set out. Yeah. So yes, as much as. People could moan about it. Well, they haven't got a leg to stand on. Whereas now, either that, or you let all of the lapped cars overtake. In which case, you would have finished the race under safety car, and Lewis Hamilton would have won. Yeah, I think actually, yeah, I stand corrected there. I think that is the official ruling of what should have happened. Mm. Was they would just let them go back in. But but they wanted to watch the racing. But there wasn't going to be any racing because uh, Verstappen was on better tyres. So exactly, and what played out would have happened, and did happen. Mm. So yeah, it, yeah. I just oh, thought cocky prick. I like but that. yeah, you, I, I like Lewis Hamilton, and I think he's got a right to be a cocky prick because he's probably the best racing driver that there's ever been. And everyone's yeah. gonna gonna question that, you know, because there are others that you can say could have been better with the car that he's got now. But in I terms of race wins too. and and titles, I know Schumacher's still up there with Saturn. Amount of titles, but he is probably the best. I think Hamilton's better than Schumacher. 
I think, think you so, know, prime it? on prime. I think Schumacher, this is very controversial. I think Schumacher drove quite dirtily. He was a very aggressive driver. I don't think it's controversial, it's a fact. Um, he was a very aggressive driver. And I think he just had that sort of fear factor on the grid. Whereas Hamilton, he, he sort of has a different fear factor. Because he sees gaps that people don't see. Mm. Uh, I mean, Verstappen is a very aggressive driver. Verstappen could be the next best thing, without a doubt. He's excellent. Yeah, he's a very, very good driver. But I think he's still a bit, he's still a bit raw. Mm. I think he's a bit too aggressive. Whereas Hamilton is, I don't know, it's, it's just a different level of everyone else. I know it's a, a lot, you know, 90% is about the car, but you still just be a bloody good driver to do it. Oh, without a doubt. And, but Vettel could still make it. He could still be a... Because he's won four championships, I think. Yeah. So he could still come up there and be, you know, considered one of the best. Um, yeah. And then, f- so a couple of funny news stories that I've seen was, did you see, I think he was, he was Norwegian or um, Danish, somewhere like Scandinavia kind of way. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he was in the skiing in the Winter Olympics. Oh my God, finish. Was He's he finished? Finish? Yes. And his his <laughs> penis froze. <laughs> I think it was something to do with the wind chill. And yeah. it worked out that it would would have felt like minus 20 something degrees. Well, 32 degrees Celsius. On his dick. <laughs> he, had to, he had to heat, heat it up very gently and very carefully. <laughs> Like, can you imagine getting frostbite on your dick? Oh, my God. He, like, I read the story and I was like, oof. Like, when you've got a cold hands and you need a wee, that's the worst. Yeah. But let alone that, that's you know what I mean? Level. I mean, the, the big question here is, how far did it shrivel? Because <laughs> I'm sure every man that's listening to this will go, yeah, it's quite cold this morning, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> So I do fear for his wife or girlfriend must have gone, oh. Because <laughs> yeah. he probably went to celebrate. <laughs> like, give me 24 hours, love. Yeah. <laughs> give me 24 hours and a few heat packs and I'll yeah. be there. Yeah, one of those ones that you sort of break in half, you can wrap it round. Yeah. It's like a hug. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, can you imagine? Oh, that would be horrific. Um, Absolutely horrific. Yeah, so, that is a funny story. That made me laugh. And then the other story that I saw was the New Zealand women's footballer who scored oh a hat-trick of own goals for the USA. I think they won 5-0 in the end, uh, America. But, yeah, scoring a hat-trick of own goals. International level as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the goals, though. No, me I saw the story. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I was trying to look at it today before we... Uh, I've been in two hearings today, man. I've told Have you, so I didn't get a chance either. Well, that's understandable, mate. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. She was subbed off after the third one as well. <laughs> yeah, I like, can imagine. After. Yeah. She must be absolutely distraught. Can you imagine? For you, playing for your country. I'll see how I am tonight if I uh, let in a few howlers. Yeah, so we're back in the football tonight, aren't we? We've got three weeks out. Three weeks out. Three it weeks. Feels- We've done three out of seven weeks, I think, this year. So oh, it's, been, it's been bad, it's isn't terrible. it? Yeah. But three weeks, you've turned 30. I've had COVID. You know, we've yeah. had lots going on. Gav's got COVID Gav's as well. Gav's got COVID and the bail guest on the Football Drop podcast. Yeah, he's not died just yet. No, he dropped out earlier, actually. He's, he's still got COVID. 13 days he's had COVID for. Mad, isn't it? 
It's always Gav though. He does everything. Yeah, yeah. He this pulled... is the man who infamously pulled his shoulder while playing uh, bat and ball in a swimming pool. Yeah. Didn't he pull? Day. Didn't he do his? He did on his calf or his hammy or something. Didn't oh, he, he did like, his groin he... pushing off a his wall. His groin, yeah, pushing off a wall, yeah. In the swimming, in the swimming pool, pool again. Um, he he tore something on his side when he coughed or sneezed <laughs> or something. Uh, he ruptured something and he was I think he went to hospital for that in the end did he? yeah okay, so you know when you say well when I say to you <laughs> you old fucker Gav's a whole nother level he is a whole nother level what do you mean when you Bless say to me him. well so you're an old bastard now I'm young I'm in my prime mate you're 46 he's mm. not 46 he's 47 <laughs> fuck you <laughs> should we move on to, to actual football uh, well, actual football or well, actual football? Let's, um, yeah, more, more football news, shall we say. All right, go on. Uh, it's an interesting stat over the weekend mm-hmm. uh, concerning a Premier League footballer. I'm sure you've seen it. It's a Chelsea player. He was, um, and I quote, the missing piece for Chelsea Football Club. Uh, he had seven touches of the ball at the weekend, and one of them includes the kickoff. Oh. Romelu Lukaku. Hmm. What's going on? What's wrong for him? I think he came back from Italy to join Chelsea. He did, yes. Yeah. Correct. I think that's where it went wrong. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, I was wondering where the point was here. <laughs> I think that's what's gone wrong. He's playing in a in a difficult league that he's never really succeeded in. He played okay for Everton, but was that because it's I think Everton? he did all right for United as well, to be honest. Ah, I don't if you look know. at his record, it wasn't bad. But I think I've got I've got a theory here. And Go I think on. I've got reasons. So Hit me with your theory, bro. This I'll be honest, Bron, it's yeah. not my Bronya. Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> um I don't know if we have to talk about that or the Bronya thing. <laughs> we'll leave the Bronya thing for later. Um, so it was on Sky Sports today and they spoke about it. Fucking <laughs> brilliant the Bronya. Uh, so wait till you hear this out. I've got to say it. So <laughs> he texted over the weekend. Hey, how's, how are you? What are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. Chatting away. And, you know, us us being lads, you always call each other like mate, man or bro. Now, Will decided on a bronya yeah. for the end with a little squiggly line above it with the accent. Why did you do it, mate? Why did I do it? I was texting whilst on the toilet. Oh. And right. as, I, as I pressed, I went to press send as I was like pulling my trousers up. And I must have That's lent it. on the end and then pressed send by accident. So that's how it happened. So that's why you got Ronya. And I don't know, but what happens with you is is things tend to just stick. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just can't get rid of it. So for the last two days, we've been calling each other Bronya. What was I doing to you on Saturday night? You was just you was just voice noting me, Bronya. <laughs> so obviously very busy. Mate, I was in tears. Yeah. I was could laughing. You, could you hear how much it was getting worse yeah. and worse? The lot more clips that went on. I was laughing as well. And I had Sling like, what's the matter? I was like, Ben just keeps saying Bronya. <laughs> and she, she didn't even bat an eyelid. She went, all right. <laughs> well, I think she, uh, after my birthday party, I think she sort of realised just how weird we are. Yeah, I true. Think she's yeah. accepted that now. Yeah. Especially after <laughs> a few beers. We, there's no filter. But oh, there's mate. also no logical sense for anything we no. say. No. I was rough the next day as well after your party. I'm not surprised. I think you had 12 beers. I think it was more. 
I, I think, think it was, was like... There's a lot of cans on that sideboard behind you in the morning. Oh, mate, I was wrecked. And we'd been out in spoons as yeah, well. We had four drinks we'd, I've been drinking since four. <laughs> I got home at one. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> I had been out for a you while. You did well, mate. You did really well, yeah, considering. Did. Yeah, I hadn't been out for, for ages either. Fucking hell. Yeah, there is, bro. Uh, well, no. Biceps is about it. Biceps and beard. <laughs> that could be a title. Biceps and beard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, mate, we so, are yeah. still we are still recording. Right? Let's go. Um, so back to the Lukaku thing, <laughs> mate. Fifteen minutes and we haven't even started about football properly. No. no. So the Lukaku issues for me are if you watch the way Chelsea play, they don't cross the ball too often. Now Lukaku is one of those players. He's big. He's tall. He's strong. He's good in the air. So whether he chests it down, controls it, and then bangs it in, or he just bangs it in off his head or off his feet or something like that. When the ball comes in, he needs those sort of higher balls. Chelsea don't do that. They play a lot of their plays on the ground. Mm. So that's where he's going wrong. Whereas when Chilwell and Reese James were at the beginning of the season, and Lukaku had a good start, they were crossing the ball into him because they mm. overlap whoever's in front of them and cross it in. Whereas if you've got Pulisic or Ziyech, they cut back in and have a shot. Yeah, they do, yeah. Or they play it back into the centre for someone to play it through. And pass but they're not playing the in place of Reese James and... Um... No, but Chilwell. they've reverted back because Chilwell's out injured and yeah. Rich James is injured. They're, yeah, they're missing them both. Actually, since yeah. they've been out, you've got Alonso on one side and that's Pilicueta on the other. If they're doing sort of the the, the classic four at the back. Yeah. As Pilicueta's not getting any younger, so he's not bombing up and down. And neither is Alonso. Alonso, I mean, he's still quite attacking, but because of the players in front of them, they're not, they're sort of hanging back. They're not overlapping as much. Yeah. So they're sort of waiting for them to, to tap it in. And sorry, tap it inside again. So I think that's the the big issue for Lukaku. But he needs to adapt as well. Like the players need to play to his strengths. No, he is effectively one of the star men. He's their best played player. No, was it ninety nine point five million? Something ridiculous. Something crazy. So yeah, he he needs to. He that needs is to be savage. What you just dropping your guts? I didn't. I haven't fired. Are you sure? Yeah. There's only two of us in here. The fun, Do you know what the funny thing was? You burped. Smell and went, oh my god, it stinks of arse. You just burped. I wish you'd do it. No, I haven't burped. You just burped, oh, mate. Oh, about two minutes ago. That was here. I genuinely, we still recording. Oh, yeah, I know we are. God, that was savage. I, I hate like your arse. I haven't done nothing, mate. Oh. I think what you're saying is your breath smells like my arse. <laughs> what have you been doing? That's why we're recording. I thought we were doing that usual. after the show. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, I think that's the big issue for Lukaku, in my opinion. I think there's a lot more to it, but I think that's the the main issue. Is Lukaku's not adapting to the players around him, but the players aren't playing to his strength either. You just burped again, right? That's not my ass. I haven't burped. Mate, I don't think you know when you're burping. No, I haven't. It's because I, I was dribbling a bit when I was talking. Oh, was you? Yeah. Were you thinking of the, the, the food when you get home? Or Laura? I was thinking, thinking about after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Um, um, but I don't think, in my eyes, I don't think Lukaku is a two-call signing. I think he's a Chelsea statement signing of we've got Romelu Lukaku back. We've got mm. this great striker who was fantastic in Italy. Mm. Yeah. But maybe. I think Lukaku found in Italy where his strengths lie and they played. And that's very much the way team. the Italians but He's always play, played with it? a striker next to him. Yeah. So, so playing up front on your own as well is a very different ball game. So that was going to be my point. Um, and similar to what I was, what we're going to come on to when we're talking about big star star men at the front who's not quite performing, mm. was also um, Chris Woods. Yes. So I was going to sort of start start bringing him in because what, he, for Chelsea, that'd be good for 
who's currently playing for Newcastle United yeah. after a transfer from Burnley. So he's not been doing too well in in, in similar. I know he's only been there for a, for a month or so, but still he's only he's played a few games and he's not really hitting the mark where he was. Who was he playing for? Was it like was it Reading he played for before? Joe, no, I genuinely, I cannot remember. No, I can't remember. But he, he banged in a few goals for them. I can't remember who it bloody was. Um, <clears throat> so mm. he's not got off to a, to a to a good start, but he's used to playing with another striker next to him, isn't he? So, um, and and that and that's where Lukaku's missing because if they have maybe Pulisic playing next to him. As as kind of almost like a I don't know like a three five two or something like that. However you'd you'd want to play it, mm. maybe that's the maybe that's the solution or maybe that's the answer to what to to Lukaku and maybe Chris Woods as well. Maybe it's just because it's a new club for them and they need a bit of time to settle in. Where did he play for? Sorry, was it Reading or someone like that? No, it was Leeds before Burnley. Who was it? Where he, where he had a couple of he had a few game he had a few decent sort of like goals to game ratio. So Leeds he had seventy seven games, scored forty one goals. Oh, okay, it was Leeds. Yeah, so that's not bad. And then Leicester, well, before that it was Ipswich on loan. Then he was at Leicester, twenty six games, fourteen goals. So that's not a bad return. Mm. That's not a bad return at all. So it must have been at Leeds in the Championship when. So, just sorry, just to interrupt quickly with the Burnley stuff. 127 games, 49 goals. I don't think that's too bad, considering it's Burnley. They're not it's exactly. Not, it's not too bad scores. for Burnley, but but this is the problem with Burnley and and that's um, all Premier League. Um, yeah. So I think they got him from Leeds, didn't they? Did you did you yeah, say that? Yeah. So yeah, not not a bad not a bad return, but when you think about Burnley, especially this season, they weren't getting a lot of goals, and I think that was down to him. And he's not he's not prolific. <laughs> so I think if you were to look, just just bringing it back to Arsenal as we like to do, Lacazette <laughs> is an all right player. You know we quite like Lacazette. He's all right, but his return he doesn't get. You, when you talk of a striker, you want someone who's going to get 15, 20 goals a season, don't you? Yeah. They're not those guys to do that, and that's what you need, especially when you're in the lower leagues. You need someone like Bamford. When Bamford plays, he he generally scores for them, doesn't he? Yeah, I think the Leeds team is sort of built around that ilk. Of exactly. Well, so, so when you're when you're looking at your star strikers like that, like Lukaku, like Chris Woods, that's the you know you want to get you want to get them playing to their strengths so that they can bang in the goals. That's ideally what you need them to do. So yeah, especially with that sort of not caliber but size of player. Yeah, there is this one maybe two ways of playing. That's about it. So Burnley played to that strength. Yeah, and Chris Woods wasn't getting the wasn't getting the goals for them. In my opinion, I don't think he was prolific enough for Burnley. So that's why I think when we said it, it's a strange move for Burnley to be selling their striker to Newcastle. But actually, yeah. is it a stroke of genius on Sean Dyke's behalf, who I don't particularly like, as we discussed last week? But <coughs> is so is that a bit of a stroke of a genius? And he's got in another big man in uh, what's his name? Von, Van Vleghorst. Yeah. Yeah. He he seems to be he done all right at the weekend, didn't he? He played, he played really, well really well. well. Scored it. a great goal, and he's linking up with uh, Courtney quite nicely. Yeah, it's almost uh, it's just clicked immediately, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, Sean Dyche is is obviously played our uh, last week's episode to the squad, 
And then they banged in a couple of goals. Listen to you and was like, Will don't believe in you. Ben yeah. does, but Will doesn't. Yeah, Ali does. but Ali definitely does. Um, I think Ali got a bit of a semi over Sean Dyche at one point. I think he did, he was yeah. very excited about it. So much so he had to leave the country. He did, yeah. He's actually in Rotterdam. I oh, know. Yeah, good on him. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's one of those. So we'll have a Dutch listen next week and you won't know nothing about it. Yeah, it's a classic Ali. <laughs> classic Ali. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> fucking just thrown me off completely. <laughs> but yeah, I think for for Burnley, it yeah, I mean we both just said it doesn't make sense at all selling their main man up top that seemed at the time it was only him at uh, who's the other one, Corne. It was only those two that were ever really likely to score many mm. goals. But all of a sudden we've got this other striker in instead, and it's like okay, that's potentially an upgrade here. Obviously, he's interested. He wants to play in the Premier League. I know we spoke about it of what's his true aim in the Premier League. Uh, does he want to play for a bigger club or is he just buzzing at the opportunity to play in the Prem? Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I think it's a good move all round. And Sean Dyche has been proven to be a genius. Yeah, so, well, I don't think it's a good move all round because I don't think Newcastle are going to get are going to benefit from it personally. Um, for, for Burnley, it's a good move though. But for Burnley, Fantastic. it's a good move. Yeah, I think. And they made money on him. They yeah. bought him for 15, so I'm for 25 after four or five years at the club. Result. And he's got 47, was it 47 goals in 150 games, something like that? 129 games, yeah, 49 goals. Yeah. Goals, I, I, yeah, I don't think that's a good return. I mean, when you compare it to top strikers, obviously not, but he's not a, a top level striker. No. He's a mid slash lower end of the Premier League. Championship striker. Yeah, well, you know, top top side championship player. Mm. So from that, I think it's a good return, especially in the Premier League, in a team that aren't renowned for scoring goals. Brilliant defensively. Nick, Nick a goal. But they're not there. renowned. They're not. Yeah, but if you if you're saying, oh, they're not they're not a team renowned for scoring goals, that's because of the striker. It is, but again, is it because of the way they play though? Because Burnley play the way I see sort of Burnley is the way Chelsea used to be under Mourinho. Don't lose. Any club under Mourinho. Don't, well, yeah, any club. But don't lose. And if we can nick a goal, great. But as soon as they're 1-0 up, it's like, defend. Defend for your life. Don't go up front. 1-0 mm. to the Arsenal, mate. That's where we used to play. Yeah, exactly. And that worked for us. Yeah, not anymore. At the time. Fucking hell. We can't barely score a goal. Well, I said, that we scored two fantastic goals at the weekend. We did. Um, I think they were superb goals. And that's by two of our favourite players. They were, yeah. Saka's run. Are you going to sing it? No. <laughs> Go on, you can sing it. Nah, mate, nah, nah, nah. Maybe we'll add a clip at the end. Yeah. Good thinking, Batman. Um, but did you, have you, obviously, I've seen you've seen the goals and stuff. Have you seen the build-up to Saka's? Mm. Watching Partey just run and run yeah. and run. I thought, you he balls this up here. Why is, he, why is he not past it? And then he passed it and there was nobody on the screen. When I watched it, there was no one there. And then all of a sudden, Saka's just popped up. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Banged it in. Fucking great, great finish. Yeah. Do you see? Um, do you think it was a foul by Lacazette? No. No, me neither. no, 100% it wasn't a foul. Whether that's me being biased or not, I yeah, don't think it is. That, it? Um, but yeah, I, I genuinely don't feel that's a foul at all. There Same was Man United's one for, um, for Leeds' one for the their equaliser. That wasn't a foul. No. No, no way was it. There was a, there was a couple of uh, of strange decisions again over the over the weekend. I noticed from VAR, but we'll probably get into that. Shall we think about moving on to talking about the football results over the weekend? I reckon. Yeah, let's do it. So 
you want to start with West Ham game? West Ham. Who'd they play Newcastle? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. That was quite... Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm happy as a result. Would have preferred Newcastle to win. Yeah, to be fair, I think I think West Ham probably should have won that, to be perfectly honest. Probably, Newcastle but... got quite fortunate with the goal. I mean, the goal was a good goal from Joe Willer. He put, him in, put himself in the right spot. Yeah, it was a good goal. Mm. It was a good goal. Newcastle were actually looking pretty solid. I think they're going to be fine now. Yeah, they're at the relegation zone. slightly disappointing because I really wanted them to be the richest club in the championship history. <laughs> um, like one of the richest clubs in world football, but they found the championship. In the cha- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was really quite disappointed for that. Um, but it's a great result for, for the teams in, in and around the top four race. Yeah. That opens it up again even more so. Yeah. Bit, but, of, a bo- bit of a boring game, to be fair, in a, in a, in a wet London stadium, which... West Ham had a couple of chance, couple of good chances. They hit the crossbar. Yeah. Once, post ones, I think. Yeah, Bowen hit the crossbar, didn't yeah. he? Antonio is looking off the boil, isn't he? But, but but. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Owen's come in, yeah, and he is looking really, really good. Potential England call up. Oh yeah, I think he's. I think he's in with a shout. But there's a lot of good players in his position. At the moment, if you look at the Arsenal yeah. lads, as well as you know Man City, uh, I think Greenish. Obviously, if he stays injured, you still got Sterling though. Sterling's good. Saka, Smith Rowe. Um, yeah, I think Sterling. Oh, it would. It was obviously Southgate's never going to drop Sterling. But no. It wouldn't be a massive loss if he wasn't in the. Next oh, round of fixtures, oh, just to give people like Bauer. Oh right, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nailed on for World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. But to try out a couple of players that yeah. are on bang on fire and in form at the moment, I think it's a no-brainer to give them a shout. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But yeah, he's yeah he he's looking really really good. Um, let's let's go on to the next game, shall we? Is it is it the Arsenal? It's Brentford the Arsenal Brentford game. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Gutted, we let that goal in. Yeah, me too. It was a shame. It's a really weird goal. Yeah, I still don't really know what happened, to be honest. How, how did that happen? Miles offside. And then you watched the replay. I was like, mate, he's about 20 yards He was. He was. There was a couple of players in an offside position, weren't there? But he was on yeah, the side. Yeah, they didn't interfere. Did no. But um, Ramsdale come out a little bit erratically. Mm. I sort of understand. Maybe we said it just before we started recording. But he come out slightly erratically. But at the same time, I sort of understood why. It was sort of come out, arms wide open, running towards him to sort of close the gap. Because I think you just assume that they're going to take the shot there and then. Mm. And he just stopped it. It was like, oh, God, the whole goal's going for now. Oh, I'll have a shot now. 
Like, it just seemed the whole goal was in slow motion. Yeah. Yeah, it did, yeah. But then it did, uh, took a while to get okayed. But 2-1 win, another three points. Happy with that, another three points. We'll be a couple of points. We're point off fourth. Point off fourth. and we've With got two games in hand. Two games in hand over them. We've got three games in hand over, over West Ham. West Ham. So we're looking, <clears throat> we're looking promising for top four. I'm not saying it's suggesting for a second that we'll get it, <clears throat> but we are looking in in good shape. Um, yeah, we've got Wolves next. It's gonna be a close game. Really, Obviously we beat them last week. Yeah, scrappy. I think one nil win. It was a scrappy one nil win. It was a it was a well earned one nil win. <clears throat> but I think Wolves have just improved. They've got they they've got really yeah. good, and I think they can really bring the game to us and and potentially start to ruin our, our top four chances. Because it's about now when Arsenal start to crumble, isn't it? It is, but we had a really dodgy January. Mm. So I'm hoping it came early. Wait, but a do- what did we have? A dodgy September, October. Dodgy sort of November. January wasn't great. <laughs> but we're still, we're still up there. It's weird. Yeah, every other team have just not been great either. I think that's the problem, isn't like it? Chelsea, although they're third. They we could catch them. We can still catch them. And get yeah, third place. I think they've they've think... definitely got a few games they can drop points with, and we still need to play them. Yeah, we still need to play them. We got to play Liverpool as well. Still, <clears throat> we got to play well with most of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah even be, so, it'd be interesting. Top four race is definitely heating up, uh, which and, is great. And the relegation battle is as well, isn't it? With Burnley winning three 0 at the weekend. I mean, I, I said it, didn't I? I said they'll be fine. But in a sterling performance, yeah. But who's gonna who falters because? Who have you got down there? You've got Norwich who are going down, aren't they? You've yeah. got Newcastle who we, we we think are probably safe. Yeah, I think six weeks ago I would have said Newcastle guaranteed, but it just it's such a weird season. You've got Burnley, you Everton. <sighs> yeah, I mean Everton are so hot and cold, even with Fat Frank there now. Well, so they lost two 0 against Southampton, and they look. Southampton look good. Though. So, so Southampton do look really good, yeah. but Everton made them look world class because they would. I mean, Jordan Pickford had a pretty good game, to be fair to him. Yeah, it wasn't much he but, didn't really do. But I mean, Everton just looked, just defensively, even with I mean, Calvert Lewin was playing, and he just looked. He looked lost. I think he's still coming back from injury. He is. Match fit again, he suppose, is. Yeah, but. but yeah, I see what you mean. There's no like with Everton. It seems that they've gone when they obviously he got his his first couple of wins, didn't he? I think he won. He's won two now. Fat Frank, if I remember rightly. I don't think he has, mate. They won one and made the league or the league cup or whatever. Oh, it might have been. Yeah, it might have been a cup game. Um, but it's like two sets forward, two sets back. The, their morale just hasn't picked up because so like, so if you just look at Newcastle as an example with a new manager coming in, they pick themselves up. Same with Tottenham. Conte came in. I think they won four or five games in a row. Um, I think they got a couple of draws. They didn't lose, did they, for ages? Yeah, they haven't lost. I don't, I don't think they lost for like seven games. No. Um, Gutting. Yeah. But so, so the morale sort of was instantly boosted. Everton, the same with Newcastle. Everton seemed to have just kind of hit nothing, really. And, and again, on Saturday against, against Southampton, Is it they looked really poor. Is it because to play for for them? So for Everton, along, yeah. they've got they're, they're in a relegation scrap now. Yeah, I think that's probably what they feared. That's why they got rid of Rafa. And, and yeah, but but unfortunately for Frank, he he did come in. We came in on deadline day, didn't he? 
So he hasn't had a he hasn't had an opportunity to put his to his mark on that team. He's just got a kind of he's working with Rafa's team. Yeah, essentially, well, he got Deli Alley, didn't he? Which is going to just show just how crappy Woody is. Well, um, we so we think so. Him. No, I mean neither. He had potential, but I don't. I just don't know I if he's got the attitude. The yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. It's the work ethic. It's like I, I think was it Glenn Hoddle was moaning about the way he was unveiled because of what he was wearing, which I think is a little bit ridiculous to be honest however I can kind of see his point of you know that's your team do you turn up in Everton gear do you you know do you put yourself out he was I think he was just wearing like a big coat and a hat and all that sort of stuff you know it's not a problem what he's wearing but was there a point in you know has he lost the love for the game because of that yeah, is that a signs I, of it yeah I think obviously the media turn anything into yeah whenever they want to so you can always put a shit spin on it but I do see their point it is one of those, oh, okay, well, does he actually give a shit? Yeah. So, yeah, I do see that. Um, but, yeah, I think it's troubled times. For- it's troubled times. Burnley yeah. Burnley played really well, got, got a good couple of goals uh, from from open play, which yeah. is where they've really struggled. And Vegor's got that <clears> amazing <throat> goal, to be fair to him. And Vegor scored a good goal. Also down fighting down there was Norwich, who really took a game to Liverpool to start off with, didn't they? Oh, didn't they? They played they really well. Hang on. Yeah. Is this going to be Can an you upset? imagine? And then Liverpool just... And Mane. What a goal. How? That's not possible. That is a great goal, isn't it? There was another... Did you see the one in, in the A-League? No. There was a... It was a weird sort of like overhead yes, scorpion no, kick thing. That. that was really good. Yeah. I saw that on, I think it's one of the football pages on Facebook, actually. Yeah. What didn't hit sort of mainstream media. Um, but Liverpool looked very good. That uh, Luis Diaz looks incredible. Yeah, he does look really, he's got a really good goal as well. Uh, he had a good couple a of opportunities. Goal. Yeah. Yeah, I think he skimmed it over the bar in the first half. He just looked lethal in front of goal. He does, he's quick. So quick. Yeah. yeah. So quick. Really quick. He, I, I fear a little bit for Firmino... Just literally just because mouthing that in my head. He there. he doesn't really seem to fit in the team and not with Jota, Louise, um obviously I mean Salah is I I, I, I can kind of see so he's obviously fucking quality, but I can kind of see the other players around him. So Mane's had a little bit of a fucking whinge about him, and he about him not passing. Oh, is he? And the other day the other day, Saturday. Yeah. He had a good couple of opportunities to pass and didn't, went for the shot. And you can see, I can't remember who it was that was in a good opportunity, maybe Fabinho or someone like that, who was in a good opportunity, didn't pass it, went for the shot, missed. You think there was there better opportunities there. And the one where he scored, his second one, where he like was dancing around the keeper and stuff. Mm. And you th- and, and then he and then you thought, oh, he's, he's wasted this and he's pulled off some magic and, and scored yeah. a great goal. But I can just see some discontent coming between Sal- for Salah and the other stri- the other players where he's not passing enough. I get it. However, the system that they play, he's... Yes, he's right wing, but he's striker. Oh, yeah. You know? And <clears throat> I will compare it to Arsenal because Lacazette is our main man. He's central up-front striker. Passes it all the fucking time. Never really has a shot anymore no that's like, I think that's his confidence you're not passing enough and having more shots because at least then he's playing on confidence oh and he's scoring so you know he's got, whatever he's... Liverpool player I mean Klopp would just go 
Yeah, but he's still scoring. What's he like? The lot. second second quickest to score 150 goals for Liverpool, for Liverpool or something yeah, like that? History. Yeah, absolutely crazy stats. So he is world class, and I think with that sort of player, just fucking leave him to it. Let yeah. him do what he does. Yeah, as long as he doesn't get too big for his boots, you need to rein him in a little bit. But when he still scored, I mean, that goal at the weekend was just, again, insane. Yeah, he really scored good. so many insane goals this season, it's a joke. Um, so, I mean, you've just got to leave him to it, haven't you, at this point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but, yeah, but it yeah. could be an issue. But I think you're right about Firmino. I think he's gone in the summer. Origi might have to be gone in the summer. Yeah. Because surely he won't be happy just sitting on the bench every time. Well, he came on, didn't he? He came on. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying yeah, he's going to be happy, but he did come on. He's getting on. And I, not getting... And I think Oxide Chamberlain's time could be numbered as well because he he doesn't seem to be putting in the performances. And he seems to start a lot though recently. He is, yeah, he has been starting a lot, but I don't know if his performances have been good enough to to maintain that to maintain the first team. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I could see him. He kind of drifts in and out of the game, and he's not playing where he went there because he he didn't want to play central midfield for Arsenal. No, he wanted to play central midfield. No, he wasn't playing right, on the right. No, he was, we were playing. Oh, was it? Oh, I can't yes, remember. And he wanted to I thought it was the other way. No, he wanted to play centre mid. Anyway, I can I can kind of see him falling out of falling out of line there as well with the quality they've got, and they're only going to want to want him to improve. Be a squad player. Mm. I think he's probably happy with that because he's he's winning competitions. Yeah, he's and he's cut, and he's having really sex good. with one of the girls from Little Mix, so it's probably all right. And to be fair, he's having sex with the best one. <laughs> Um, and then also the title race sorry just to add with Liverpool a couple of weeks ago I was like City's to lose they win their game and hand a three points behind City now yep happens so quick doesn't it blown up literally in a weekend yep everything has been blown absolutely wide open we'll come on to that in a minute because I think we've got to give credit where it's due but also down in the relegation battle massive three points for Watford yeah Hodgson's (coughs) Got a bit of stability there by the looks of it. He's because this... I don't think they've had a bad game. Like they've lost obviously games, but I don't think they've had a terrible game yet under Hudson. Under Hudson, yeah. no, no, they haven't. No, you're right. Um, they've lost games that you probably think, yeah, they'll probably lose. Yeah, I thought I thought Villa would beat them. I know they're on the bounce, on the yeah. upward bounce, but I, think I thought we both went predictions for that as well. Yeah, so we both said Villa would win. Yeah, Stevie G did not look happy, but um, yeah, well, well done to Watford. They played well. That Dennis. If they can keep hold of him, they'll be all right. He is. He he's is going to really, be snapped up by top half. He's got to be, isn't he? Yeah, no he's got to be. He's Especially really. Especially if they really go good. down, another Prem team will buy him. Yeah. Whether it's someone going out who will take him with them. Yeah, he's quality. And Palace um, done well against Chelsea. Unfortunate that they did concede that that late goal. Was yeah, it, it, was, it was a late goal, wasn't it? Not damn crazy. Yeah, eighty ninth minute. Yeah, yeah. See, actually. Yeah, they were unfortunate. Um, Vieira's doing good things down there, I think. Yeah, I mean they're not going to go down. They're they're well clear. I think they're up seven oh, yeah, points yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So right, I don't right. think they're going to go down or anything. Um, everyone says, "Oh, it's a transitional period." Blah blah blah. It is for them. Mm-hmm. You know, we we were quite hell bent on them potentially going down this season until Vieira obviously come along and bought a few players like that, Michael Elise and pick players like that. They look good. And. Um... Yeah, Conor Gallagher was looking really good. Yeah. Edward was showing signs of being good. We'll see. But yeah, Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea, you know, done well. They're just not firing. Also, I know we touched on it with, with Lukaku earlier on. No. Um, they've had a few injuries. They obviously have been away at the Club World Cup. And I get the intensity of the Premier is completely different. It's their first game for nearly a month in the Premier League. Yeah. So it, was, it does yeah. take a while to kind of get back into that. Because yeah. different 
competitions you do have different styles of play to a degree and like the intensity is is completely different so i think chelsea if they're not careful they could be dragged into that top four race and then it becomes a top three race so moving on to the big game then city tottenham mm. Right, um, this is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt. We need to brace ourselves. Right, stretch it out. Stretch it out. Come on, boys. <sighs> right. Well done, Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, they did all right, didn't they? They played really well. I think they played fantastically well. Mm. Um, they nullified City from the start. Mm. They played them at their own game and beat them. They, and they were probably unfortunate not to get a couple more. They found a weakness in City's defence. How do you do that? But they managed to find Diaz that weakness. Didn't look like he was firing, and I think they they picked up on that early doors. Yeah, he looked. He just looked tired, a bit jaded. Yeah, and Cancelo as well didn't look. Yeah, he wasn't his world class best. Great, he? did he? No. Um, but Kane was sensational. Yeah, he was. He was. He was playing his sort of deep role, and then moving forward, uh, he was finding Son, and and yeah, Son, Son was finding well. him. Um, Kudelski looked good as well. Good. Yeah, he did look very good. Um, so yeah, Man City defensively looked poor, but I don't know if that was because they were not necessarily firing all cylinders, or because Tottenham were just that good. I think Tottenham. I think a bit of both, but Tottenham were. I mean, Kane showcased exactly what City are missing, in my eyes. Yeah, exactly I did think I missing. did think that at the end of the game. I did think Harry Kane would do really well at City. Yeah, because I think although City don't play that style, they can have that in their locker. But because Kane drops deep, he could fit that system perfectly. He's kind of like a Diogo Jota a bit now. And I don't, I don't like want to turn the target this... man, isn't he? Yeah, I don't want to turn this into a bit of a Tottenham bashing. But I'm gonna. No. But if you think of of um, Harry Kane, he's at the early. He's in his thirties now. Yeah. So he's Is in. He? Yeah, I think so. Christ, I didn't realise. Yeah, 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 he must be. He's he's enough. coming into the 29 maybe. Yeah, he's coming into the. He's twenty eight, so he's coming into his. He's coming into his thirties now. So he's at the peak of his career. Yeah. And this is gonna this is gonna be easy for me to say, but hard for some Tottenham fans to hear. Does he want to go and win a couple of medals? Yeah, if he wants to hunt for the big prize, I think Tottenham could be challenging a couple of years. So, like so when I say three, four years ago, where they had the Pochettino era of they got Champions League final, they were fighting for not fighting for the league, but but they, they were in been. the Champions they were League, weren't they? So I'm saying, do, does Harry Kane want to go and fight potentially for a Champions League medal, a Premier League medal, an FA Cup? You know, he might win the FA Cup with Tottenham. He might, you know, they might get into the Europa League and he could do well in there. Does he want to go for the big ones and go for Man City? Because I think that's all Man City could be missing to win yeah. the Champions League. Potentially, yeah. So does he think, I need to go now? Is his contract up at the end of the season? No, he, he signed one, didn't he? He did sign one, didn't he? Yeah, he did, didn't he? So he's still got two or three years on it. So, do, do I mean, Daniel Levy's a good businessman. He's not like Arsenal who let their, their star players go for or free pay, or pay them, pay them, them well, to go, yeah. you know. 
does he say, yeah, let's cash in. Let's do a £100 million deal and get rid of him. Or is that already agreed? That's or is saying. that already agreed, yeah. I said, look, do something for us this season. Get back to what you're supposed to be doing. And then in the background, they've got they've got Kulisevsky and uh, who's the other fellow? I can't remember his name now. Uh, ben Tanko. Yeah, Ben Tanko, yeah. And then could they be now sign, like, lining up another striker to come in in place of Harry Kane? Yeah, that, that could be on the cards. But Tottenham did fantastically well on Saturday. They made hope... City look like a bang average team and we did it for 70 minutes. Yeah. I don't think any other team's really done it. And no. Tottenham have now done a double over this season. Yeah, I think Tottenham are the are the are the are the their bogey team. Yeah, I have seen that. So they they win more often than any other team against City. So yeah, that's definitely all credit to them. I know Gav's going to be happy. Um, I know Ian's going to be buzzing. So that's draw a line under that. Well done. We fucking hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. We hate Tottenham. Let's move on. Leeds United. What a game that was. Yeah. Of unlucky, I, 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 I to say, because again it was a rival winning, but United did do well. Leeds did do yeah, well. They, it was a know, good game. Yeah, Melier yeah, was, was just awful, a, wasn't he? It's just a crazy, crazy game. Melier made a couple of howlers and made some yeah. absolutely really good saves as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, That's it's a bit like um, <clears throat> Hugo Lloris was abysmal yeah. at one point. Then and then he pulled off a stuff, massive yeah. save. You're like, oh, yeah. It was a bit... Melia was the same, wasn't he? And and then again, saying that, De Gea could be a bit like that. Although, that, that cross goal, goal <clears throat> we both thought that he was in the right position, didn't we? Yeah, I think in, in that scenario, he's done everything because you've got to be a little bit insane to expect someone to have a shot like that. Mm. And I don't it think, wasn't I a shot. I still don't think it was a shot. It was, it was definitely a cross. Yeah. But it's one of them... Was it a bit windy and it's carried it further than expected? Yeah, possibly. Did he actually aim for, for in that sort of area? It was just a to... fluke one. De Gea was in the right position and didn't expect it to go where it went. No. And I don't think any keeper would. Maybe he's... I mean, I guess you could argue slightly that he's misjudged it coming in because it wasn't the quickest ball in. No, true. It was sort of floated in, I suppose, by comparison to a, mm. a hoof in the box. True. But equally, there was a lot of curve on it and there was a, quite a lot of dip towards the end. So... In, in my eyes, I, I think he's he's done everything right. It's mm. just a, a fluky, worldy goal. Just unfortunate. And then Wolves beat a really poor Leicester City. Leicester are poor, aren't they? What is happening with Leicester? I don't know. At the moment. I'm not sure. They're dead. But they did well in midweek, though. They got a 4-1 win in the Europa Conference. They did. And I thought, oh, I think they'll be all right. And I think I put them down to win. In I the think they did, or yeah. Maybe a draw. Um, but now I was like, oh, why do I think any different? But and Wolves, but Wolves are firing. Like Leic- yeah, Leicester just aren't. <laughs> I just thought Wolves will drop because we beat them. And I thought they made just drop a level. No, yeah, no, they didn't. They did, though. They came out they came firing. Bit, in nine yeah. minutes, bang them goal. Um, good goal as well, Neves. Yeah, that Neves' goal was good. But you said about, you reckon Schmeichel should have done a bit better. Oh, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think... There's the, there was the argument that he might not have been able to see it as well, maybe. But, yeah, I think I think he could have done... He should have done a bit better. He got a hand to it in a similar way that Melier, when with the with the header that was... Um, that was, that was, was it a header or a shot that was, no, was uh, near post? Goal, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he, he possibly could could have done better. So, but, he, they, they, you know, essentially they didn't. 
was. Um... Apparently, goalkeeping isn't that easy. Well, I for one can tell you it fucking isn't. <laughs> it really is hard. Um, so, final part of today's body. Well, mate. Is this where I come in? This is your. This is your time to shine. <laughs> You tried fucking stealing it off me though, didn't you, little prick? Oh mate, I'm just trying to find some uh, some topics for you. I'm sorry, I will never talk about La Liga. Honestly, he kept ever again. He kept over the weekend. He was like, "Oh, have you seen this?" And then sending me stuff for La Liga. I'm like, "Yes, of course, I fucking saw it, mate." I, so- I apologise, Mister La Liga. So I don't know if you saw Ben, but Levante beat Atletico Madrid. <laughs> really, I am shocked and it, surprised. It was horrific. No, it was a pretty dire game, to be perfectly honest with you. There was 18 shots in total throughout the game. Um, just not a lot happening. Uh, I remember sitting there watching it thinking, God, this is a poor game. Um, Why are you shaking your head, mate? Yeah, I'm calling you out on the podcast. You what? didn't fucking watch it. <laughs> you calling me a liar? Yeah, I am. Right here, right now on this podcast, <laughs> I am not smirking. I am fucking horrified. Oh, dear, you do make me laugh, mate. I was not balls deep in camembert when that was going on. Oh, did you do your normal weekend trip? Oh, mate, it was banging. Did you have some focaccia? Yeah. (laughs) Mate, but it wasn't any focaccia. It was M&S focaccia. Other oh. other focaccias are available, but it was M&S. It was M&S. fucking the tits, bro. Nice. Uh, I remember sitting there watching the uh, Atletico Madrid game with camembert around my mush, thinking, this game's shit, but luckily I've got this camembert. Thank God. Anyway, uh, Elche beat Rayo Vallecano, which was a good good, uh, good result for them. Um, and then, randomly enough... Oh, no, it wasn't randomly enough. Atletico came back, bounced back with a 3-0 game. 3-0 game? 3-0 win against Osasuna. I love how you're looking at me in absolute suspense. Like, <laughs> like a dog, like, throw the ball. Tell me more. Tell me more. I want to hear it. Um, Marco Asensio, Vicinius Jr. and Karim Benzema all scored to give Real Madrid a 3-0 win against Alaves. I remember watching that one as well, thinking, fuck me. Um... And then annoyingly, right? Really fucking annoyingly. I don't know if you saw. I know what you're going to say. But the geezer that we paid Barcelona to take from us scored three fucking goals. And so what? What were the goals like, mate? What were the fucking goals that you needed him to score that he would miss when he was playing for us up front in the last. Cut the tap. What was it? A cut the tap ins and a banger. Yeah. Fucking annoying. And he did that fucking celebration that we loved until he left. Heartbroken. He just doesn't look right in those colours. No, he doesn't. No, he's he's he a looks, gooner, he isn't he? He's at home in red, isn't he? He is a gooner. So Barcelona can maintain the fourth position They're on the same amount of points as Atletico Madrid, but because of that loss, Barcelona have got now got a game in hand against them. So oh. it, it's hot. It's hotting up in the Liga, mate. In the top four, because in the in the top half, because. Real Betis and, and Sevilla, you kind of think, are they going to be able to hold on um, and maintain that that place? Real Betis. Hector's doing well there, mate. Yeah. Mm. I've not really, uh, I've not heard too much since he left, to be honest. Mm. I know, albeit on loan, but it's a permit. Oh, yeah, it will be, yeah. 
But yeah, he's looking good. Cadiz, Alaves and Levante um, are looking set for the drop, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, although, even though Levante got their second win of the uh, of the season. Blimey. Mm. Fantastic. Thank you. So are you. Oh, cheers, mate. Anything else you wanted to add? Oh, I just want to say something. So, Bundesliga, just quickly. Yeah. So Dortmund got hammered 4-2 at home yeah, in midweek they did, yeah, uh, yeah. against Rangers. And then they smashed Mönchengladbach 6-0 at the weekend. Oh, did they get hit? Did 6-0. They? Oh, wow. <laughs> Is ha- was Haaland back? Uh, I don't actually know, to be honest. Doesn't look like it, no. Well, he was on the score sheet, which is probably saying that, no, he wasn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, wow. Bayern Munich one four one, but they actually went 1-0 down against Firth, who had just been promoted this season. Um, and RB Leipzig won six one against Hertha Berlin. That just shows you. Home. That just shows you, doesn't it, that those three teams, they beat her, and it was Hertha Berlin. Yeah. And they're they're a semi decent team, aren't they? In the Bundesliga. Yeah. It just goes to show you that that those three are kind of running away with it, and and yeah, it's not as hot as the La Liga. No, but it's just it's just because it was a goals galore on a, on a Sunday. Yeah, Ali was meant to come back when he was his special subject, did he? He, no, he, he hasn't told us yet. So, no. Ali, uh, when you listen to this, mate, drop us a message and we'll uh, potentially think about you maybe getting a permanent spot next season. Who knows? Probably not. But, you know, got to keep your hopes up. Right, we better go. As, uh, cool, man. Better get ready for football. See Thanks. you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks, listeners. Catch you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.